Guys, what is happening? Welcome back to the show. This is Mindset Monday, and we are almost finished with February. 2017 is breezing by. I know I am so excited about what has happened in 2017 thus far. Creating Space has grown in just this month and a half, roughly, in leaps and bounds, and I hope the same has happened for you, your company, your life, your relationships, whatever it is that you want to grow. I hope and I send great vibes that it is growing. Today, with that being said, I want to talk about self-love. In particular, I want to talk about five tips that I have for growing self-love. These are in no particular order, but I do recommend that you jot these down, whether it be on your iPhone with notes, whether it be on your Android phone with notes, or whether it be the old-fashioned style with a pen and a paper. I recommend you just take these down for a second, jot down a couple of things that come to mind in your life that correlate with what I'm talking about. But five tips for self-love, no particular order. Let's just roll with it. Number one, what's your reason for love. For me, love is an action verb. Cole Porter once said, love is an action verb. It requires sweat equity. There is no such thing as passive love. What that means is in order for you to receive a certain type of love, you must first give it. An example of that today is sometimes I get caught in these scenarios where I'm expecting people to reach out to me and want to hang out with me and wanting to pull me into their circle and show me love. And there are often times that I get upset about not getting hit up by certain types of people or not getting pulled in by certain types of groups that I was hoping to get pulled into. But what I'm realizing the older I get is that the more love that I want to feel, that I must first be and act in that love. It's a reciprocal process. So you must act and be the type of love that you want to receive. So it's an action verb. Love is an action verb. You must first act in love, give love before you can receive love and feel love. So my first tip for feeling more self-love, for generating more self-love is actually giving more love, whether that be going out and donating to a homeless person on the side of the street, or whether it be calling your best friends instead of waiting for them to reach out to you, maybe making plans and including them. And in bringing that group together, you inherently bring more love in your direction. Now, we all have and feel love in different ways. It is well documented that there are five different types of love languages. Understand and learn what your love languages are and then play the game to help create the situations which are subject to your specific love languages. Mine, quality time and uh, acts of service. So I really love when people go above and beyond and I have the opportunity to go above and beyond for someone else, creating cool scenarios, surprising people. I love doing those type things. And then quality time. I just like being around the people that I love and care about. That's how I show and receive love. And I, I encourage you to figure out what your love languages are so that you can give and receive love more efficiently. Number two, fitness and health and wellness. It goes without saying that your body is a temple and 
you are never going to be as young as you are today again. You're only getting older. Your body is only going to decrease in efficiency. It's only going to deteriorate, deteriorate from here on out. So with that being said, and I know it sounds trite, but with that being said, you must take it for the delicate vessel that it is. Unleaded gas, there are different levels of unleaded gas that you put into your gas tank. When you give the highest grade gasoline to your vehicle, it runs smoother, it runs quieter, it smells less, and it's more fuel efficient. The same thing is, is, is with our body, right? The better we can feed it, the more nutrition, the more mindful we are with the way we eat, then the more output we're able to give when it comes to exercise. Now, look, I recognize that, you know, not everyone likes to exercise like I exercise. I need it. All right. I have to move in the beginning of the day because if I don't get an exercise in, I'm like a dog that doesn't get his walk and I'm going to chew the furniture. I have lots of anxious energy that I use to help me grind, to help me chase, to help me push towards my goal and my vision and my mission. But at the same time, if I don't deal with that and shave off that excess energy, then it serves me in a negative capacity. So it is well documented that scientifically, there are so many advantageous reasons why we should exercise. The chemicals and the endorphins that go off in the brain, the strength and the positive effects that compounding forces, so the forces of running, are actually good for your bones. You know, all of the, the neurochemistry, the dopamine, the serotonin that gets pushed through your body, the ability that it has to increase your metabolism and help you uh, move waste through your system more efficiently. It, you know, we all know why we should exercise, but let me remind you that. In making good habits, consistent good habits, we grow in self-confidence. And self-love and self-confidence are extremely synonymous. So fitness and health and wellness, I think, is most important and most valued when we take note. So I want you to try to take note of what you're eating, the amount of time that you've spent investing. That It could even be standing instead of sitting at your desk to work. It could even be taking the stairs instead of riding the elevator. There's many different ways you can be creative in order to get your health and wellness goals met. Now that segues right into the next number three topic uh, and tip for self-love. Next is be creative, okay? Being creative is one of the most important pieces of my day. Because I love to pull things out of thin air. I love to, to create routines and break away from monotony because what it does is it stimulates confidence for me. If I take my bike when I ride to coffee shops, if I take my bike down a new street and I learn a new avenue and a new way to get somewhere, this stimulates growth for me. It stimulates excitement. It's, it's, there's a sense of dare inside of that. And I build self-confidence by learning my city a little bit more. Uh, being creative, there's so many different outlets. There's dance, there's art, there's uh, making food, there's even different types of creativity. There's fashion, right? There's shopping, grocery shopping. Some people like to be extremely creative in the things that they buy for their meals. Some people's levels of creativity is 
reshaping the way their living room looks and moving furniture around. Whatever your level of creativity is and what your area of interest is for creativity and to spark creativity, I really do uh, insist that you take the time to put more, more emphasis, more energy into those things because on the reciprocal, on the other side of that loop is a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment, and a sense of acknowledgement that, hey, you can actually do way more than you think you can. So often when I paint, and many of you do know, some may not, that I am a, a little bit of an abstract artist, but there's such a sense of accomplishment when I finish one of my abstract paintings. And I think that the more that we can begin and finish a task, the more we grow in our sense of, uh, of, of self and our sense of accomplishment and self-confidence. Number four, we want to have confidence to live in your truth. Now, what does that mean? Okay, it's a bit of a buzzword, living in your truth. What that means is being true to your intuition, being true to who you are and what you represent and what you know to be true about yourself and how you fit into society. Now, we all know those people who are going through life trying to be someone else or trying to be or fit into societal's norms, okay, in the constructs of society, whether that be in the way they dress, how they've gotten married at a young age, the type of car that they drive, the type of job that they maintain. Inauthenticity comes in various ways. I think that having confidence and self-awareness and living in your truth as much as possible, and it's not easy on a day-to-day basis to stay true to yourself. I get it wrong a lot of the time. However, the more that I can be impeccable with my word and that I can uh, be more true to who it is that I am, uh, and sometimes that means having a little bit more quality and a little bit less quantity. So what does that mean? For me, that means the truer I am to myself, the less I give myself to things that do not charge me, do not light me up, do not serve my highest good. And the more I'm hanging around those who do ignite me, who do excite me, who do make me a better version of myself. And therein lies the confidence because we are our environment. And the more that we can pull people around us in our environment that strengthen us and lift us up, the more we love ourselves and the more we love our surroundings. And it's so systematic. You are the average of the five people that you hang around. Pulling your group, make it strong. It's all about quality over quantity. That was number four, confidence to living your truth. Number five, and this is one that you know I feel like we can all improve in because we all make lists. And our lists are normally subjected to what we need to achieve in the future, okay? These are my lists for the grocery store. These are my lists for the week. These are my goals for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three. These are my goals for the future, my vision, my mission for the future. Number five is reflection and gratitude lists, okay? I think we can grow in self-love by just taking note of all of the great things that have happened to you. And sometimes the great things that have happened to you in the past, whether it be the past 24 hours or the past month or the past year, sometimes the things that you need to be most grateful for are the hardest times that you've had to go through. Because 
Those are the moments that push you the furthest, that ignite you and redirect you into a more beautiful place. For instance, if I would have never gone through the incredible anxiety, the panic attack, the suicidal thoughts, actually almost acting on those suicidal thoughts at the bridge that day, um, that, that dreary day in Vancouver, then I never would have gone through these dark times of having to figure out who I was. And if I would have never gone through that, then I would not have landed upon creating space, this vision, this idea, this passion, and this lane that I want to drive. So I think we need to make it simple and simplify it by sitting down, taking note of what has happened to us, all right? I'm so thankful that today I got to spend a lot of time in the sun with great friends. I learned that I can depend on my friends, that they want to be around me as much as I want to be around them. I can be sure that I can still throw a football very well. I'm excited that, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old, but I still got a tight spiral. Uh, these things are maybe small to other people, but they are part of my happiness. They're, they're what make me feel alive. And, and I have to be true to that. And I have to make sure that I take note of that because yes, I can have these dreams and these goals and these aspirations for my future. But if we are not taking note and reflecting on what has happened to us and how far we've come and, and being grateful for those things, then I think all of it gets lost and we put too much pressure on ourselves to succeed in comparison to what other people are doing or what society tells us that we should be doing. I think sometimes it's just about reflecting. You know what? I've come a long way and I've been, I've been through some shitty things, but at the end of the day, I'm right where I need to be. I'm ready for the future. I have the tools. I can do it. And it's most important that I recognize that I am going to be a better person every single day. And if that wasn't an interest of yours, you wouldn't be tuning into this podcast. You're here because you care. You're here because this is a community of other people wanting to improve, wanting to grow, and wanting to devote their life to making themselves and others better. That's the Creating Space Tribe. So these five things, these five tips that I've given you today, they are not the end-all be-all. But to me, they are very important to the process, the daily process of our lives. So love is an action verb, fitness and health and wellness, being creative, confidence to living your truth, and reflection and gratitude. I hope that you stimulate these processes in your life, take interest in adding them in and making sure that you encourage other people and hold other people accountable and allow them to hold you accountable in making these behavioral habits. Giving yourself a chance every single day to check these boxes, just like you check your grocery list boxes, just like you check the lists of things you need to achieve for work. Okay, these are just as important. Being happy, having self-love is an inside-out process. Start inside, and then when your cup runs over, then you pour onto everyone in your surrounding, everyone in your community, everyone in your life. I hope you have a great, a great rest of your mindset Monday. I hope you're out there pushing others to be just as good as you feel you want to be. When you raise your standards, you raise your life. I love every single one of you. 
If you'd like to learn a little bit more, I'll have a downloadable PDF on creatingspacemovement.com for you to be able to get these five tips. Remember them. Maybe you put it as your wallpaper on your computer. Doesn't matter. Just as long as, as each day passes, you're doing something a little bit better for yourself and getting just a tad bit better for the future you. Love